Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. You hear Frankenstein's voice emit from the halfling this time. I'll see you all soon. Millie looks at you guys. She's like, you guys, we're so close. We got to keep going. And she just rushes through the far doorway. And so you see her enter into this room ahead of you. And in the middle of the room stands a simple wooden door. Things are getting weird. I'm going to try something here. Take my pack just in case. And she hands Penelope, she hands you her pack and then casts Eldritch Blast at this door. The floor below her quickly opens up, and she falls, swearing and cursing, and you three are once again left alone. I cast detect magic on the on the door. Okay. Uh, so you, detect magic. Uh, yeah. I for the sense I sense the presence of magic within thirty feet of me. Um, I can use this as an action. I see a faint aura, and I find out the school of any. Yeah. Um, is is illusion a school? What yep. would what would yep. okay? Illusionary yeah. magic. You, yeah, you, you sense uh, the aura that matches in your mind with illusionary magic. Yo, I don't think this is real. I mean, we saw her fall through the ground. But, God, I don't know. Just something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. It's too simple. What about Pip? Send Pip in. <laughs> no, I'm not sending Pip. We just saw her fall through the floor. Pip's a canary in the coal mine. No, don't. He is much more important than that. Don't you listen to them, Pip. We love you, Pip. You say that. I walk up to the... Your actions speak differently. Well, all right, then. I'll be your huckleberry. And I walk up to the door, and I just try to put my hand through it. Like, uh, you know, like it's fake. I mean, you you open up the door. Like, it's unlocked. So you're able to, like, swing the door Well, I just put my hand into it. Like it's like I'm. You like see it's your hands through. just pass through a doorway. You just see it pass through, as if it's a regular it, doorway. They try to put it through the wood. Through to the, see wood. If the wood is actually there. Yeah, oh, the wood. Yeah. The wood's there. No, the the wood is there. Okay. You, your hand okay. hits the wood of the door. I shut the door. I cast shillelagh and I smack the shit out of it with my magic staff. Do you want to do that? It, she attacked it and she fell through the floor. Yeah. Do you want to go through the floor, my friend? I, I don't no, want I did you to it. go through the floor, Eowyn. You did it. This happened. The door below you, uh, the floor below you opens up and you slide in. As I'm sliding in, I say, Bertram. Oh, no, that's not my voice. (laughs) 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 I say, Bertram, catch man. And I whip, I throw my thorn whip out. And I'm really hoping that his metallic hands can just catch the whip. All right. I, I, I reach for it. Make a deck save. Uh, me or him? Uh, Bertram. You should have. You should have called. Fuck. You should have called for Kimmy. <laughs> that was a three. I've rolled a three five times today. The whip uh, goes straight through your fingers, and you just watch it. And uh, you, as it's passing through, you clench your fist too late. Can't. I don't know if I should use it now or not. I think I probably should. I was going to save it for the Dr. Frankenstein, but we need to stay together, I feel like. So I'm going to do Tides of Chaos, which is a feature I have. And mm. I, I gain advantage on one uh, abil- attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Okay. So I'm going to take a, a, te- really a second. My bacon. Yeah, I'm going to take a second swipe at that. It's going to be a one. <laughs> it's going to be a fucking one. I know. Please. Please. Help me, Bertram. Use your magic powers. Uh, so five. 
Yeah, it's still it's still not plus, high enough. Plus plus your dex mod? Ah, uh, which is 0. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Remember me how I was. Wait, 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 wait. I have cli- one of those potions you gave us was climbing. Do I need to be saving? Do we need to be saving those for the boss? I don't even know who cares. Can I throw it down to him? What would you be and climbing? He can climb out of this hole. I don't know if they got a chute or something. It's reaching. Can he climb out of this? <laughs> a hole? lot of times, this is not a, been, a hole a lot, you a can climb out of. Oh, yeah, what no. happens? I fall through the hole. <laughs> you fall through the hole, and we'll come back to you in just a second, Aaron. Oh, we're we're still uh. gonna leave it unknown of what happens to you, but Penelope and Bertram, you just saw that happen. So twice now, somebody has attacked this door, and twice now they have fallen through the floor. Uh, I mean, magic isn't the answer to this, Bertram. I mean, on the surface, it seems purely idiotic what they've done. But Millie seemed rather sure of herself. <laughs> Maybe they're onto something. Are we supposed to go in the hole? I, I don't know if this is a fight we can oh, that's win a way to think just about by it. ourselves and Pip. But uh, I don't know. What, what do you think? Pip could do this on his own. Fine. But um, can I roll perception? Can I just? Yeah, that, that's a great room? idea. Nobody, oh nobody bothered to look around the room. Would it be investigation? All right. I rolled a perception. I just smacked the perception. door. Hmm? Oh, gosh. I rolled a 14 plus five. Yeah. So yeah. 19. Mm-hmm. So as you're, you're looking at this door, looking just beyond it, you see on the wall kind of behind where you're looking at the door, a portrait. And in this portrait is a beautiful elven woman. It's the same exact woman woman that you saw (gasps) in the crying room, let's call it. And at closer look, you'll see the title Elizabeth on the lower portion of the gilded frame. And with that check also, you would, with your practiced hands of thieving, uh, would know to look behind. And so you run your hand behind the portrait on the wall and you feel something catch. And pulling out, you see a note in the same elegant script that you have seen now twice. Um, and on this note, it reads this. You hate me, but your abhorrence cannot equal that with which I regard myself. I look on the hands which executed the deed. I think on the heart in which the imagination of it was conceived, and long for the moment when these hands will meet my eyes, when that imagination will haunt my thoughts no more. I am but a, underlined, shadow of my former self. Interesting. You also notice that even in this depiction of her, she is wearing that very same necklace with the key that matches the key that you saw in the room with the mithril and iron keys. Hmm. Um, Kate, real quick, did you say that this picture that she saw, was it on this side? It's on this side of the door? It's just in the room with us, this painting? So this is a, a, a side, simple, right? yeah, it's a simple room. And so if you're looking at the door and you open up the door, you can see on the other side of the room, the portrait is hanging on the wall. So basically the door is now open. It's just an empty door frame with an open door and we can see the portrait Mm -hmm. through it. And you found a note Um, on the back of the portrait. And on this note, you saw that awesome passage from Frankenstein. um, And then the word shadow is underlined. Mm. You Bertram, hmm. I don't know a lot about love. I'm pretty young, but I will say, I think Frankenstein really fucked up with this woman. It's my guess. (laughs) If I had to guess. I mean, he, he, has a whole, <laughs> he has a whole maze seemingly dedicated to her with it's every room. a little room. obsessed. What that probably you, didn't help him get her. What do you, what do you suppose? Look, all I know is he... I'm getting creepy vibes. Right, Super right. Creepy. I mean, I've gotten creepy vibes since the minute one we stepped into this place. <laughs> do we... Good. Do you, I, knew it. I, knew, I knew you were empathetic. Do we have to... Anything else we see in, anything else we see in this room? Is it, or is, it, is the whole thing just now the, just the portrait? Because if, if it's just the portrait, then we got to go jump down that hole. I just keep laughing that it would just hit it with magic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and then of all like, people, he called on me, the most terrible the roller, to, to, to well, try Kate, and catch him. Yeah. Kate, can I ask a question? Can I? Well, if I, okay. Penelope looks at the door. Is there a keyhole? 
No, there's no keyhole. Got it. So we're looking for the shadow. I wonder if there's a shadow um, on the ground. So the key, I, I wonder, the key how, how does one make shadows? By shadows? A, by a light source? Oh, 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 Bertram, Bertram, <laughs> the lantern. Two birds with me in the ground. The lantern that, that, that <laughs> fell. But you have your orb. You have your orb that, that casts a light. I don't think that casts light. You look at it. It's not a light. Yeah. Oh, no. No, it casts light. It casts light? Yeah. Pull you it see, out of your right, fanny pack. I know it's you three, and your... I knew one of you would fuck up somehow, so I had to give you two light sources. <laughs> it's bulging out of your fanny pack. <laughs> Best pull it out. All right. Let's avoid. Let's not say bulge so confidently. Bulge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I take out I take out my drift globe, yeah. and how do I get it to shine? Uh, Bertram, have you ever... I don't know how to make it shine. Shine ball now. Command word. <laughs> Shine now. What's your which? So you are the one who picked it up. So you're its owner now. What command word Ooh. do you give it? Make hmm. it something unique that it'll only do it when I you want it to. Ball. I look at the ball and I say, "Your new word is foliage." And then I I say, "Foliage." Okay, so it shines out this shines out this beam, and it it hovers above your hands. And uh, it will stay there unless you position it somewhere. Um, where do you want to position it? I want to position it on the outs- outside the door, opposite side of the of the painting. So Excellent. Put it there, and I'm going to close the door just to make sure we can get like a shadow. Mm-hmm. So door is closed, lights in front of it. It's door. It's a um, light door portrait. As you do this, focusing all light on the door. It seems like all the light around you extinguishes except for that beam. And what you see on the wall behind the door is the shadow of another wall. But that shadow starts to illuminate and the outlines become another door. And matching celestial runes, like what you have seen earlier, appear on the wall and glow. And on that wall where the door is now glowing, you see a keyhole also glowing. Perfect. I thought this might come to play. The mithril key. It's in Millie's stuff. Uh, Bert, uh, no, I have it. Never mind. You have I the pull key? out the mithril. I, I the have key. the mithril key. Millie had it, and she gave me her stuff before she oh. decided to be eaten up by the ground. I thought the key. I have this oh, mithril I key. You have that. Oh, brilliant. Okay, perfect. I put the key in the hole and I turn it. Okay. Of the shadow wall door. You put it into this uh, wall, and although it defies all expectation, it fits in, and it snugly turns, and the wall slides back. This final door, and yes it is, it opens, and it leads to a short corridor. Ahead, you see what is clearly a simple open room with an elven man with his back to you, contemplating a dark wood buckler Hanging from the wall. Do you go down the corridor? What do you do? I'm trying to Google what a buckler is. That's what it's, I like it's a, a small. It's, it's a small um, shield oh, that fits onto your forearm. So it's That's like right. a mini shield. Yeah, right. Oh, kind of like Bertram kind has. Like Captain America's shield. Hmm. That's what. Kind yeah, of like what, Captain America's shield. Yes. yes. Smaller. That's yeah. what Bertram yeah. has so it's too. Just right here. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's Doctor Frankenstein right there. Should, should, should we go attack him or, or claim all prizes and get our friends back? Let's, let's approach quietly. Let's see what he says. Okay. So I sneak. I oh, sneak you want to sneak up on him? All right, then I want you to roll stealth for me. Okay, I want you to roll stealth for me. Which for you, even so, though earlier, if you remember, you had a T here for some reason, your <laughs> stealth is plus six. <laughs> oh, Aaron. 24. Okay. Oh, You're able boy. to uh, sneak up behind him and you notice <laughs> that he, uh, the buckler he's looking at um, depicts uh, an owl with wings outstretched, holding a crescent moon in its claws etched into the center of the buckler. And just beyond him, you see through a secondary doorway. And in that doorway, you spy a room with three tables um, in the middle of it. And on those tables, you see some familiar figures on those tables. You see three humans 
all of whom you had seen at the very beginning of this uh, experiment, splayed out on the table, chest cavities ripped open, and wiring coming out of there. And then beyond those tables, you see lined up along the wall four cages. One cage holds an aracocra that you saw playing darts before. Uh, you see Millie with her ears flattened against her skull, eyes wide in terror, uh, fangs uh, open just in defiance. And you see also your friend, Awen the Elf. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy's Hello. back. <laughs> back at it again. Oh, and also there's a fourth table I got to mention uh, to the side, and you see Kerwin there. Definitely dead. <laughs> oh, no, Kerwin. <laughs> oh, Kerwin. Okay, so, so, so yes, she's... you see in the cages Felix, Millie, and Awen in the cages. Um, you see Kerwin. And three other contestants dead on the tables, uh, currently in the middle of being operated on. So she's still, so uh, P- Penny's still sneaking up behind him. Uh, Penny, you are, still, you are still sneaking up on him. He has not noticed you just yet. So she's able to move out of the entryway. Um, Bertram, you're still in the shadows in the entryway, so you haven't moved in, so you haven't had to roll anything yet. Hmm. I'm trying to decide if I should try to sneak around him and try to go help friends. Um, I turn to Bertram and I I quietly mime, you stay here. He doesn't understand it, but I but I try. You, <laughs> you don't tell here. me what I understand and don't understand. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair. Send Pip. Fair enough. Um Oh, you're right, I should send Pip. What is keeping them in these cages? Is it a key? It's I'm an iron lock. locked in these cages. It's an iron lock. Iron lock. I'm assuming the key is somewhere on Dr. Frankenstein. You can this assume person. what you want. Ooh. <laughs> can, I, can I use perception to see where it is? To see if it's on him? Yeah, you can use perception. 18. Yeah, you, you would see that uh, Frankenstein is wearing a necklace. Much like you saw Chicky Poo wearing the necklace in, in the Elizabeth, now that you know her name, uh, was wearing. And he has a key on said necklace. Got it. This perhaps is mm. the key. You don't know. But you also have a matching um, key in your hand. I, I, I'm sorry, Kimmy. If you, you, keep, if you have something you want to do what? for your turn, I have, I have something I want to do. No. No, no, I was just trying to figure out what kind of uh, material is holding the key around his neck. By the way, before you act, Bertram, Awen, would you make a wisdom saving throw for me? You know it. He has no wisdom. He attacked a door after he saw what it does to people. <laughs> That's a 21. Oh, okay, shoot. good. Um, you, were, you were rolling against fear at this point um, oh, because God. I rolled for Millie and she is terrified. Probably after seeing what's going on. She's been in there a little bit longer than you. So maybe she just saw him like actively ripping someone open. Mm. And uh, these are people that she would have known because she was with them. So the sight of seeing people she had done this maze with dead and operated on in such a way is really affecting her. Would but you say no, you that, saved against fear? Would you say that it took um, Penny and Bertram like four hours to do that last puzzle? Although it felt that way, no. You okay. <laughs> You're just trying to comfort yourself. No, he was trying to say yeah, that he got rest. a rest, uh, a short rest, but no. In fact, yeah. you are not in a state to even rest in. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> so no rest for, for you. Uh, all right, so Bertram, what are you wanting to do? Examining the room, how you've described it earlier, what would you say is like a furthest point in this space away from where he currently is? that might take him to like a back corner or something. Cause I'm thinking I'm want to do, I want to cast minor illusion and, and draw his attention. I guess I'll just say what I want to do. Um, and you can tell yeah, me, tell me what so you I, want to do. I'm thinking I want to knowing how obsessed he is maybe with this woman. Uh, I think, and b- me not knowing what she sounds like. I think I would like, uh, I would like to throw kind of a sound of a woman's voice 
kind of whispering softly Frankenstein, like whispering like for his name, like, Frankenstein, come here. I need you or something. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I want that to be like far away from us. So he has to get up and go check yeah, it there, out. Yeah. There, so I would say if you were looking straight out, he is ahead of you. The doorway leading into that laboratory of horrors is to the left, but there's also space to the right um, that you could cast it to. Um, are, are my friends on the right side? So it'd be smarter to send him off to the left. The laboratory of horrors in which your friends are located is to the left. Oh, okay. So, so to to the right. I want to. So, send so them. you want to cast it to the right? Yes. Okay. Basically, <laughs> as far away from my friends as possible. So then, I cast want... it to the right. Yes. So yes, I cast it to the right. Okay. Um, I just want it to be like you being like, ooh, Dr. Frankenstein. Like I want it to be you doing an impression of a lady with a British accent and it to work. That's my dream. Can you roll for your uh, wild magic for me? Yeah. Here we go. Would you believe that was a fucking one? I do believe that. All right, baby. You're going to roll a D100. Let's find out what happens. Gosh. Um, God, I can't believe I actually did that. All right, here's my wild magic search. No whammies. No souls in a box. Twelve. Oh, that's good. That's the one where I grow. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not letting you wreck on that. You, you, that happens. So how wait, much wait, do you read grow? It. Just grow? You, read it? you just, you're trying to hide and you just grew. Oh, that's so good. Wait, you got to read what it says. Yeah. So, okay, it says, roll a d10. Your height changes by a number of inches equal to the roll. If the roll is odd, you shrink. If the roll is even, you grow. Roll a d10. Okay. Ooh, man. If you shrink by 10 feet, it's by feet or inches? No, inches, no, 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 inches, no, no. inches. inches. Oh, oh, my gosh. It's about he'd be Which negative be three that feet. that crazy because I'm already seven feet tall. Wait, how do you know if it's shrink or grow? So it says, roll a d10. Your height changes by a number of inches equal to the roll. If the roll is odd, you shrink. If the roll is even, you grow. That's great. Come on, 10. It's a three. So I shrunk So you three shrink inches. three inches. That's You're not normal. bad. That's like nothing. That's yeah. not bad. You're, you're okay. six foot nine now. That's not 69. bad. 69. That's great, though. I love it. That's great. 69. You can hide. Oh, wow. You can hide easier. <laughs> All right, so now you are six foot nine, and uh, you, but you, you still cast that illusion. So, uh, can you give us a little bit of a sound bite of what Bertram would say with that illusion? Yeah. Frankenstein, come here. I need you. Over here. Frankenstein. <laughs> Something as stupid as that? His oh, head whips great. up. It's like, what? And he uh, walks over to that area of the room. What? While he does that, I want to rush over to the cages and I guess examine what kind of locks they are to see if I can like break them out without him noticing that. Is it just a straight up lock? Just a metal lock? It's a straight up lock. It's like a padlock, like just, you know, the, the heavy padlock where you insert the key in. Ye old lock. You're over by me? I'll rush over to Awen's. I'll rush over to Awen's. Uh, Awen's cage. Bertram. Awen. You got near them thieves tools. What the hell did you do? Shh. Keep it down, man. You got near them thieves tools. And I I, I gesture over to to Penelope. Because I believe she has thieves tools, right? I do. I do have thieves tools. So So I gesture over. I just watched... I just want to let the record show that I stood there hiding and watched the entire thing where you just started shrinking for no clear reason. And then, so I'm very confused. But I sneak past. So I guess. So he's over here. So, yeah, I sneak past and I run. I run to over to where you are mm-hmm. and I grab my thieves tools. Um, will thieves tools work on these locks? If you have proficiency and you roll high, high enough. Yes. Got it. Okay, that's great. Because otherwise, was, I was going to send Pip to try to get the necklace. Uh, backup plan, right? Hmm. Okay, I do have thieves tools, so I can sneak in, or I can try to break into that. So, what do I need to roll? Uh, 
for that, you would just roll a d20 and add your proficiency bonus since you are proficient in thieves' tools. Proficiency bonus. It's just plus two. Yes, plus four. Okay, plus four. Perfect. Um, all right. I rolled a twenty. I have twenty-four. So. Oh Nat yeah. 20? Nat twenty. Nat twenty. Yeah. Oh, make sure I you mention mention when it's a nat twenty because that means that mm-hmm. you gotta say nat Tell 20. Tell us that's a big one, yeah. So oh, when you roll twenty, it. that's 20. yeah, nat twenty. There nat you go. 20. Uh, so yeah, you're able to um, not only spring the lock but do it so soundlessly, mm. and you still haven't gotten his attention. He is still on the other side of the room when you glance over, trying to find the source of that sound. Yeah, I make eye contact right, with felt- Penny, and I just like mouth like thank you. And I, I start to do it. I stop for one moment and said, no more dumb spells. I'm so And then sorry. I finished doing it. <laughs> Millie, Millie's in the next uh, cage over and she like motions to you frantically like, please, please, like just pointing at her own padlock and right. mouthing, please. Right. Can I go over to her and do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I rolled a nat 20. I don't understand Dang. how that happened. What? Am Wait, I doing roll it, it again. Wrong? Roll it again. <laughs> Maybe you're in nat 20 mode. 18. Okay. Okay. Is yeah. nat 20 mode a thing? Six. I don't know. Okay. No. Nat 20. Okay, girl. So you, you also unlock that. And as it springs open, you hear a voice behind you. Hello. <laughs> I love this voice. <laughs> And looking from your crouch position on the ground, you see hovering above you with a curious yet pleased gleam in his eye, the very same Dr. Frankenstein. The hell's wrong with you, Mr. Frankenstein? The hell? Bringing up friends, chopping people up? The hell is wrong with you? Who hurt you? Who hurt me? Oh, God, that's not his voice. Hello, hello. <laughs> Who hurt me? Daddy Snape. <laughs> I know, it's like a really, it's like a... <laughs> it's Potter Puppet Pal Snape. It's a cardboard Snape. 394. <laughs> what do you mean, somebody hurt me? Nobody hurt me. This is science. And science at its highest degree. And you are helping me to move it forward further than it could have ever done before. You are serving the best and biggest good your miserable lives would otherwise have served. Well, that's great, but you got a 50 gold, and I think we we won, so you got to pay up. Give us the 700 gold too, right? You, my dear boy, did not win. If I remember correctly, Less than 30 minutes ago, you dropped into this very cage here, but you, and he turns excitedly to you, Penelope, and to you, uh, Bertram, you, however, you actually made it all the way through, and how? Well, that was supposed to be impossible. It's really a marvel, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what I'll be able to do with you. Well spotted. We are marvels, the two of us. It didn't sound good. How did you make it through? You weren't supposed to be able to get through any door. The problem is you put doors and you put keys in every place. So at some point, we were able to figure it out. So really, really appreciate uh, you acknowledging us winning. I think we're just going to... Yeah, I'm just going to grab our friends here. We'll, we'll just head out. We'll tell everyone how great this was. We're going to talk about how smart you were, Doc, and how hard your challenges are. Uh, so we're just, uh, I just, which way's, how do we, uh, which way's out? Swift as a snake, he, he just pivots towards you. He's like, what key? What key are you talking about? The key on the woman who you love. Oh, oh, nope. I never said key. You said key and the woman I love. What, are, what do you mean? Yes, Bertram, please continue answering his questions fully accurately. I think that's going to get us to where we want to be. <laughs> the woman who you clearly built this insane maze for as a museum to. Who is this woman, doctor? If that is your real name. He's not no doctor. 
is Mr. Frankenstein. I am a doctor. I have earned this degree. Hmm? The ancient teachers of this science promised impossibilities and they performed nothing. I had been a fool to blindly follow in the footsteps of cowards unwilling to take whatever steps required of them to engender life from death. But all that changed once I committed myself to no longer focus on creating worthless trinkets like shoes and mere toys. And I wholeheartedly committed to harnessing the spark of light until one fateful night. But you mention a woman I loved, and yes, there was a woman I loved. You mentioned a key also. And I ask you once again, how did you get a key? You know, when, when I mentioned a key, I meant more like the key of friendship. Mm. Um, it was a metaphorical key. Communication. No, the key to friendship. There's no shiny dwarven made key that I know of uh, that I have at all. Wait, were you talking about like maybe your bride, like the bride of Frankenstein? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I had a bride. And he he, uh, just like quickly like walks over and grasps your forearm Penelope and he wrenches it back and um, I would say like you were still like holding on to like the pouch that belonged to Millie because maybe you were in the middle of passing it over to her he wrenches it from your grasp um, hurriedly opens it up and dumps things out and he finds that same mithril key um, that matched what you had seen on the neck of who you now know is Elizabeth and a new kind of fury glints in his eyes he said, this, this was not supposed to come to you. This was not what I put into the maze. How did you get this? I cast Prestidigitation, and I make the Bride of Frankenstein uh, appear in front, like kind of walk behind him, you know, from behind him, and uh, just turn to look at him. <laughs> Give him kind of like that, mm-hmm. Kind of little <laughs> attitude, like, mm-hmm. You thought, you might have thought. Uh, it, it, you just see him, like, mutter under his breath, like, Elizabeth. And he, like, clutches, like, at his shirt, uh, at, his, at, at his own matching key that he's wearing around it. Um, and he staggers backward. Um, seeing this quick um, moment of opportunity, Millie is going to um, bull rush him and try to tackle him to the ground. So I'm going to roll to see if she has the strength to do that. Um, and she does. So he is knocked over and she yells back. She's like, quick, get the others out if you can. I don't know how many are still alive, but you have to get them out. I cast Thorn Whip on Dr. Mr. Frankenstein. Okay. I want you to uh, <laughs> roll an attack on that. That is 15 against AC. Uh. That does hit. So go ahead and roll some damage. That's three damage. Okay. As soon as it hits him, um, he yells out, They destroyed my creation and they cast me out from their presence. Nevermore will I bow down to this hypocrisy. And you, you will not take this from me either. And as he yells out these final words of defiance, the full effect of his striking appearance hits you his skin starts to glow golden and his hair that you thought was blonde before starts to glow in a silver light and a giant pair of wings sprout from his back Mm -mm. this is not simply an elf but a being descended straight from the celestial realm this is an asamar which Kimmy is basically like Uh, an angel as well Um, and he levels a baleful stare in your direction as he raises up to his full height I want you to roll initiative
Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hi guys, it's me. (laughs) Hi guys, it's me. (laughs) Just want to let you know, this is the concluding chapter of Frankenstein, which will be the first of many stories we're going to go through. So I'm excited to be uh, just wrapping this up and bringing a really dramatic conclusion for you. So hang in tight there and, and wait to see what happens. As always, I would love to... <laughs> As always, I would ask that you please rate and subscribe to the show uh, so that more and more people will get to see this. We would also love it if you could give us some feedback and let us know what you thought of this overall story. How well you thought, if, if you have read Frankenstein before, how well you thought we adapted it. And if you have never read that story before or maybe just know it from pop culture, what do you think? You can find us uh, for that feedback on Instagram and Twitter at Show. So now, back to the adventure. Seventeen. Eighteen. Five. Of course. We need to get you a new... We gotta get you some new... No, this is my third set of dice that I've had. Still, always terrible. New hands. Still, still (laughs) Maybe some gloves. Maybe some, like, rolling gloves. I'm talking to the one doctor who could help with that. That's true. Oh, hey, I'm yeah, definitely going to grow myself back, by the way. I'm definitely going to build myself back my three inches that I lost. Of course. <laughs> Aww. You got to compensate. So Frankenstein stretches out his wings to their fullest extent. Um, and he lets out kind of this shine of light towards you. And I need each of you to roll a charisma save. Eleven. I rolled a nat 20, so 23. Good lord. Oh my god. 21. Oh, I need to roll for Millie too. Okay. Um, everybody saved except Awen. So Awen, right now, um, you are charmed by him for the next minute. Oh, shoot. Um, That's like a lot of turns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, you can, of course, everybody else can try and work to... Oh, I have you know, a, I have advantage on saves against being charmed. Okay, oh, go sweet. ahead and try again. Five. Yeah, I'm charmed. Okay, <laughs> so you're charmed. <laughs> See. Oh no, <laughs> I'm charmed. Oh, you're wow. having such bad luck with magic this uh, this go around. I know. What, one thing. All right. I'm a mirror. Uh, so that's going to be his whole his whole turn. But um, he levels his his um gaze at you, um, Awen, knowing that you're charmed. And he simply tells you, help me, friend. Help me, and you will help the rest of the world. Um, Awen, you're up. Uh, okay, so a charmed creature can't attack the charmer or the target the charm or target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. And the charmer has advantage on any ability check to interact socially with the creature that is charmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give uh, Bertram the help action. Okay. Is that how charmed works? I feel like when we played when we played Divinity, Kate, like it's, you, it's uh, a little uh, different in Divinity. It's almost like you're, con- yeah. In Divinity, it's more like mind control, but in oh. uh, in here, it's no, it's it's just he can't attack me, um, oh, okay. and I'm more easily able to influence him. Mm-hmm. You gave me the help action. Yeah, right, sweet. Penelope, you're up. Ooh, baby. Okay. Um, walk me through how my sneak at- how sneak attack works. Does he have to be facing a different direction, or can I just be like, bah, stab? <laughs> he has to be facing a different direction, but he's well aware of you, so you can't sneak attack right here. Mm, shame. The other thing is we have psychic resistance. Adam has that. Am I? Are we able to give that to Awen to knock this whole thing off? You could. I don't know how it works. You could. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I didn't know if that yeah. was. I don't know if psychic was different than like. I guess that makes a sense. Charm. Do we mm-hmm. want to use that now or do we want to save it? I mean, I feel like we should just use it now. We're at the boss. Well, 
you choose for yourself, but what you're doing right now is called metagaming, where you're talking to your fellow players <laughs> and you're planning, which is kind of a no-no. So you need to be Ooh. your own person because you wouldn't actually have time to do this if you were uh, Penelope you know? in the middle of the room. So you got to make your own decision, yeah. Penelope. You, you caught me. I All know. right, then I'm just going to use my short bow and I'm going to attack. Okay. So, um, great. 16, 17, 18. Yeah, that hits. Great. And then I roll a d6 for this. Four. Okay. All right. So I, I basically, yeah, I pull back my bow and I fire. And I say, you're creepy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Millie is up next and she's going to cast fairy fire at uh, Dr. Frankenstein. In this one, each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Your choice. That's fun. Um, any creature in that area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light. If it fails, a dexterity saving throw. For that duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Um, so basically, it's like you... I'm, I'm making him an easy target, and I'm going to homebrew it where if this succeeds then it gives you an advantage on any attack on him because he's easier to identify. Okay. So he'll have to make a dexterity saving throw for this. And he does. So it fails. <laughs> Yay, Millie. Good job. Bertram, you're up. What she just did was unsuccessful. So he's... It was unsuccessful. Him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess I'll, I'll use this time to have the help action that Awen gave me going to cast chaos bolt so you hurl an undulating warbling mass of chaotic energy at one creature in range make a range spell attack against the target on a hit the target takes 2d8 plus 1d6 damage and then i roll a d8 to determine what kind of damage that is so okay. i guess i have to do a ranged attack against him yes mm -hmm. that was a three good old friend Mr. yeah that three. misses but i have that misses I have help um, Them threes. Yeah, you have help, so you have an advantage. Ugh. This is uh, with ranged attack. I don't have Story any. Like, I don't have any. I don't have any bonuses to that, do I? I don't think so. You do. Okay, that was a twelve, so that doesn't work. No. Nope. Does that waste the spell? Does the spell only used if it actually successfully goes out? Nope. No. You use the slot. Once you use it, you lose it. All right. Uh, well, here's my wild magic surge. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh. That was a 10, so I'm good. I'm going to use my movement to I'm going to use my movement, I guess, to duck behind one of the uh, to duck behind one of the crates that people were being held in to kind of like mm -hmm. block myself. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um I'll give you a uh, full cover in that. So mm -hmm. when we get around to you, actually that's good to know right now. So if you're in if you're in total cover, um, you are just entirely covered, so he, he wouldn't be able to hit you. Okay. All right. Uh, it's Frankenstein's turn, and you notice that he, he pushes a button like on his chest, and a full suit drops down. And he raises his left arm and pushes a button on it, and poison darts shoot out, and they're going to shoot out at you, Awen. Cool. Um, so I need you to, well, first, let's see if it hits. <laughs> Nine versus AC. Miss. Okay, so they miss you. All right, um, and That's then Inspector Gadget stuff right there. I know, he's an awesome <laughs> artificer. All right, A1. Two Inspector Gadget references in <gasps> one episode? That's what, right. are we 90s kids or what? Uh, Awen, you're up. All right, um... Am I able to resist this charm? Yes, you can. You can uh, roll another charisma save. Okay, that's a one. So yeah, <laughs> still charmed. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Uh, is that my action? It I would say be, right? since that was a one, that was your action. Yeah, yeah that was your okay. whole thing. It's, we just see you visibly like trying to like break out of it, like you're having an internal like, war with yourself. Um, so you are not doing anything for this turn. Penelope, you're up. Come on, guys. We got to get him. Um, <laughs> all right. So wait, is he Don't just truly are we in the same the positions? Wound. 
<laughs> he's just like in the same position he was. Bertram's hiding behind something. So it's Eowyn who's charmed. Millie who missed. Bertram Not hiding, hiding strategically <laughs> ducking. Yes. Yes, you are uh, all, so you're I'm accurate. Like, make sure I have like the playing field. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Well, what can, can you tell me what's this thing that fell down? It's like a suit of armor, I'm assuming. Yeah. This thing, all right. Well, all right. I feel like I got no options, so we're going to hit him with my rapier. Um, that's what we're going to do. Uh, yeah, rolled a four. So, uh, four, six. That didn't do anything? No, did nothing. That's what I get for having hubris. I'm going to call it, call it for, a round, for the round. Just reminding people we have potions and things. Can I say that as I hit? Be like, yeah, remember you can the things that. we got in the alcoves? <laughs> uh, Millie is going to uh, whip out her, her chameleon and she, she just whispers uh, to him. She's like, you know what to do. Go get the others. Get the ship ready. And he just pops away. And so you just see him poof in some smoke and he's gone. Um, and then Millie is going to uh, come at him, uh, try to like take out his eyes with her long claws. And that hits. Go, Millie. And that'll hit him for five damage. Bertram, you're up. I'm going to pull out the pocket potion of psychic resistance that I grabbed earlier from the alcove. And I will run up behind Awen and shove it down his throat. Man, what's with you force-feeding Awen? Just mm. <laughs> it's for his own good. He's putting himself in these positions. I drink it, and I feel like I might have the resistance to psychic damage for the next hour. Yep. So you are not charmed anymore. Is that my turn? Woo! That's your whole turn, though. Yes. So you. Have I go back that. and duck behind the thing again. Frankenstein, like, just growls in frustration, and uh, from his right arm, he shoots out a metal net at you, Penelope. Um, so he's going to try and get that to entangle you. Um, but it's only a seven versus AC. So it misses and you see it clatter on the ground next to you and he retracts it back into his arm. Awen, you're up. Now that you're no longer charmed, you have freedom to attack him however you wish. Um, let's see. I'm going to... I'm going to run up to him and cast Shalele on my quarterstaff and... Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to sweep those legs. Okay. Go ahead. That is a, an 11 to hit. No. Cool. You are unable to do so. Okay. Uh, Penelope, you're up. All right. We're going to go with that rapier again. I really believe it at this time. I really think it's going to do it. Uh, but I rolled, <laughs> I rolled a 7, so I'm just going to nope, see misses myself as well. out. Okay. Millie's going to cast Eldritch Blast at him. And that one is going to definitely hit. And that is going to be six damage. And as she hits him, the back door um, that was near where you cast that illusion, Bertram, like a of the hey, come over here. I'm 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 your wife. Come here. Um, you see that back door crash open, and in comes. The two Aarakocras, Agatha and Safi, um, from earlier. And both of them yes. just seem so ready to go. Um, they're like, oh, Agatha just breathes really hard. She's like, oh, we made it in time. Where's Felix? And you see Felix just in, in the cage yelling, I'm here, guys. I, I did everything you asked, but get me out of here. This isn't what part of the plan. Um, so they're, they're going to rush in and start to try and get him out. Um, but we'll see what else they're able to do in this fight. All right. So who just, uh, attacked was that, that was Millie. So Bertram, you're up. With magic missile, it says, I've never used it before, but it says you create three glowing darts, magical force. Each mm-hmm. dart hits a creature of your choice. Doesn't say about mm-hmm. rolling. Right. Is, it, is it an automatic hit? It's automatic hit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, some sweet. some right. spells are automatic hits, and that is one of them. Kind of like Eldritch Blast. Automatic yeah. hit, since I haven't landed a blow yet. Hmm. So yeah, I got to do three darts, and obviously I'm, I'm going to send all three darts at this dude. Perfect. That was a one goodie. 
Another fucking one, goody. And another one. <laughs> so that was the That's minimum damage I could have possibly done. So that was a six damage. Okay. Six. Woohoo. Oh, wait, it's no, doubled? you one, one, one. It says a, a dart deals 1d4 plus one. Oh, for oh each okay. one. So oh. I rolled a one plus one. So yeah, two, yeah, four, okay. six. Nice. So that's six damage. Nice. Okay. Perfect. All right. Uh, Frankenstein. Oh, wait. I got to do my magic. I got to do my magic surge. Uh. Oh, I forgot about that. Two. So I'm good. Okay. Oh, nice. Is it, is it 50 or above? It, it, as long as I don't roll a one. If I, I roll a d20, and if I roll a one on that, then I have to oh. roll on the 100. Okay. Nice. Uh, since you came out of your hiding place a little bit, uh, Frankenstein is going to level a spear at you, Bertram. Cool. Um, and that is four versus AC, so that does not hit. Um, and he's going to, uh, he turns towards the two Aarakocras who are in the midst of trying to break Felix out of the cage. And he yells out, get away from my test subject. You two, you worked on this. I know you had something to do with this breaking down. If you do not step away, you will feel my full wrath. And he, um does a, an extra surge of action and he throws a spear at Agatha. Bang, bang. And misses. All right. Oh, not Agatha. Awen, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna... Is, he's up in the air? Is that right? His wings or no? He's on the ground. No, he's not flying right now. No. Okay. Um, I'm gonna hit him again with my quarterstaff. So okay. roll the hit. And that is a 23. Yeah, that hits. And I am going to do three damage. We like the number three. Yeah, what's with this? Threes. All right, Penelope, you're up. All right. I don't know if this is doable. We're going to try. I have a small pouch of pink dust. I forgot about it. It's in my items. So I wanted to run at him, have a pinch of the pink dust, fling it in his eyes, and then come down on him with the rapier. Okay. What do we think, guys? Ooh. Yes. I love it. Is that Two too many moves in a turn, here. or is that good? No, because your rapier is one-handed, so I'll let you do that. Um, I'm not even going to have you yeah. roll for throwing the dust. I'll say you do that, um, and I'm going to give you Thanks. advantage in attacking uh, with your rapier. Thanks for believing in my ability to throw dust. Hey, I appreciate it. Pocket sand. I rolled 18, so it's 20 Okay, with the rapier, yep. so I'll do the eight. Five. Five damage. Okay. As you bring that down, um, you hear from behind you Agatha yell out, Everybody take cover! Um, and as each of you duck down where you are, you see um, this large contraption, which can only be described as a bomb, um, she takes out from behind her, and she um, twists a knob on it and throws it on the opposite side of the room on the same side that they entered in. And in three seconds, three, two, one, it explodes and shrapnel goes everywhere. Um, but you see the wall just explode out and open into the night sky. And where it hit, you see this line of explosions follow suit, almost as if it had already been planted there. And so mm. as these reactive states continue to happen um, you know that around you this building starts to feel as if it's shaking from below and bits and pieces of the ceiling start to fall the room starts to light on fire and you hear Felix shouting even more urgently to be let out of his cage so Millie's going to run over to Felix's cage and uh, start to work on unlocking it while she's unlocking it Bertram, you're up. Who threw the bomb? Hmm? Agatha? Who threw or, that bomb? Agatha? Uh, okay. Agatha, yeah. I don't even know if it's worth fighting Dr. Frankenstein at this point. The whole thing is crumbling. And it seems like the people that we're working with are on our side. It sounds like they're all focused on getting Felix out. So I think as she's kind of over there working with it, I'm going to see if I can swing in and just sling my quarterstaff onto the lock to try and just break it just to speed up okay. things. Okay. Uh, just roll a simple attack on it. 13 against the lock. 
Yeah, that breaks it open. And so Felix! You get him out. Nice. It's me, your old dart part playing partner. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Uh, you, as you bend down to open it up, um, you feel just this blast of energy at your back, uh, Bertram, and you're knocked over and rolling over onto your back so that you can see upward. You see Frankenstein um, wings outstretched, rising into the air. And as the runes on his breastplate start to glow in icy blue, a destructive force humming as it builds to a crescendo before emitting a blast in your direction that will likely be your end, a loud crack resounds through the room. Looking up, you see that a portion of the ceiling that has come loose during this melee and Frankenstein barely has time to register surprise on his face before it comes crashing down directly on his body, covering all but his striking face. He focuses his attention on you, Awen, and he starts to speak in an earnest tone. Please, please help me. I, I only want to help this lowly world find a new path. This, this destruction is not what I had intended. Please, for one moment you believed me. Please, come to my aid, and I promise I will fix all of this. In your mind, you believe his words to be so gentle and so wise. His mind is so cultivated, and and when he speaks, although his words are cold with the choicest art, they flow with rapidity and unparalleled eloquence. Together, we, we can right so many wrongs. And you start to feel an undeniable pull once again to approach him, Awen. Oh, man. Do I need to make a charisma saving throw? Yeah, make a charisma saving throw. With advantage. Mm-hmm. 14. Penelope and Bertram, you see Awen start to take a couple steps towards Dr. Frankenstein with his arm outstretched. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Awen, Awen, over here, over here, Awen. No, don't go that way. You gotta do something more drastic than that, Mister. All right, Um, Pip, Pip, do what you gotta do. And Pip runs over and climbs up Awen's arm and then down his arm. I can roll for this if you want, but I've asked Pip to basically get on his hand and then bite to awaken Eowyn from what's going on. Yeah, roll, roll. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Roll an animal handling. 19. Yeah, Pip uh, runs down and he bites you on the hand, Eowyn, and as soon as you feel that pain, a little bit of the cloudiness, um, kind of like a cloying sweetness in your mind, um, starts to clear up a bit and you can breathe a little bit more easily. Yeah, I think I'm feeling this... uh, this sense of uh, of longing, like I really want to bring something similar to what he's doing into fruition. This this melding of nature with magic and science, kind of all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really conflicted because I've seen all of the like hate and pain that he has brought into the world, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I can see that his experiments. Um, are doing like interesting things. I look around for notes. Do I see any books of notes around? Oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. You see, you see some books of notes. He's trapped under a rock. Uh, parts of the ceiling had fallen down on him. Yes. He's trapped there. Well, Mr. Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, I think what you're doing here is noble. I think what you're trying to do here is noble. But your implementation, sir, well, that's not the right way to go about it. And, you know, I don't think that even if I was to save you, that you would do the right thing. I think I think I know you because I think we're very similar, that you're burning with a white hot intensity for this goal, unlike anything else. And I don't think anything is going to stop you from getting to your goal. And that's why I have to end it. And I take my quarterstaff and I smash him in his head. Roll attack. Can I have advantage? Mm-hmm. Please. That's oh, 18. Yeah. yeah, that hits. And maybe a nat 20? Nope. Okay. <laughs> and four, four damage. Okay. I would say that's enough to knock him out. Okay. Uh, so you definitely uh, knock him out. 
Now, when you had entered the experiment's labyrinth, the sun was yet high in the heavens. Now it had descended to hide itself behind the snowy precipices and the illumination of the moon making the shore look like another world. A choice had now laid before you. Just ahead of you laid the crumpled form of Frankenstein. He had been beckoning you to help him from the rubble. And behind your left shoulders, the crumbling walls of the castle created an opening to escape toward the ocean. You can even hear Millie yelling at you to follow her down to the docks from that opening. And dotted all around you are parts of the famous laboratory belonging to Frankenstein. Time is of the essence here. In fact, this castle is actively crumbling around you. You have a choice. Each of you needs to make it. Do you help Dr. Frankenstein? Do you stay and search through his things? Or do you escape? I definitely grab one of, I grab all of the notebooks that I can find on my way out. Okay. I'll say uh, you're able to, if you're able to grab up and run, I would say you grab a couple, like two. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you Uh, run out. Okay. I think also I will try to, on my way out, I'm looking for spare pieces of metal. So parts, would I see any pieces of spare metal pieces uh, yes. around on a table? Okay. Yes. All right. I'll, table. I'll, I'll grab whatever I can, what I can, I can hold and put in my pouch as I run after Awen okay. out, the, out the hole. Okay. okay. I look around for any devices or interesting portable inventions. Does there happen to be anything like that there? Roll an investigation check for me. Eleven. Yeah, you see something small in a pouch and grab that. You don't know exactly what's in it, but it's kind of heavy. And it's on, like, the work table that's right next to you. I start running out. I look backwards and I see him under there and I just call out, Guys, are we sure we just leave him like this? Doomed by his own choices? I don't think we even have the time to save him if we wanted to, but I'm more worried about you two and these other kind folks who have saved us. We need to get them to safety, and us to safety. He's not going to end here. We save him. He keeps going. This happens again. Maybe not in this town, but in another one. More pieces of the castle start crumbling around you. And a large, uh, another large portion of the ceiling crashes in between where Frankenstein is covered in rubble and you three are standing. He dug his own grave. Let's get out of here. So as you three emerge from the crumbling and burning castle, the black ground is covered with herbage and the stars are shining a pale radiance among the moonlight woods in the distance. Looking ahead, you see a single ship bustling with activity looking as if it were readying to pull from shore. Millie, up ahead, leads you straight down the dock at breakneck speed. Hurry, let's get the hell out of here. And so the three of you follow her and you see a wizened tiefling at the helm, barking orders and looking imperiously over your ragged group as you board what could only be his ship. He gives you a cursory glance, nods quickly in assent at Millie, and continues to call out to the rest of the crew in anticipation of leaving Geneva far behind. Looking up the hill, you see the castle Frankenstein alight with a destruction that is both horrifying and beautiful to behold. Feeling a small tap on your shoulder, you look over to see Millie's chameleon patting you in what could almost be a consoling manner, and for the first time, he speaks directly to you. Well well done, Uh, you guys really showed some impressive potential back there. I guess I'm cool with you guys. Millie rolls her eyes and just chuckles. By the way, uh, welcome to the ship Pequod. Call me Ishmael. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. 
for they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punch and fists. Yeah, it's, they're always ready. Now I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to open the door. Okay. And we're going to look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? <laughs> I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I, okay. Okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser. And yes. then what? And then if I tell you to. Yep. We're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> You said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. Like a party? (laughs) Like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is... Back upright, all the drawers are back inside, but now it is next to the window, and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now. 